All right, welcome to episode 27 of Music City Horror. We have Kayla, Kayla, Lena here. My name is Eli. Um, we've talked about this before. We're kind of in the downtime with horror, uh, the post-Halloween blues. Um, so we don't have a lot going on right now. I think we were talking a while ago. The only thing really notable that's happened is Escape Room, which has been a bigger hit than I think people realize. I don't, none of us have seen that, so... I think your correct phrasing was it's kind of a hit. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and we and we were all like, "What?" Yeah. Because yeah. let me tell you, I have I have seen almost nothing about this movie. Yeah, it's I almost like I didn't even see tell it. you who is in this movie. I, I didn't see anything about it. I don't think till November. Well, I take that back. I, I I heard that they were making a movie about it, but I didn't see any trailers or you know anything like that. But mm-hmm. I don't think I saw a trailer or anything till like November. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything about it. I think it got lost. In the after Christmas, New Year's, there are better movies coming out later this year. Shuffle. (laughs) Is this? Do we think that it's going to be the next Saw franchise? Because that's the vibe it gives me. I, you know, the thing is, is like I don't. I think it's a PG thirteen. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. So like. So light. So strange. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I don't know how. I mean, I guess it could be in the sense that, like, they could do a million sequels, you know. But, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's very odd. The only person I know of is the the Deborah Deborah Wool. Um, she was the she's the redhead on Daredevil. Uh, yeah. Um, or, yeah. Oh, True Blood. Yeah, she was in True <laughs> Blood yeah. as well, right? right. Yeah, okay. Um, that, okay. That's probably what I should have led with being a horror podcast. <laughs> but, anyways. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know anything else about the movie or anything. Um, evidently, I guess it's the well, I don't know. I'd have to Google, and I don't want to open up another screen. But I think it's maybe the same company that does Saw, so now they're looking for the new Saw, and so maybe it's. I think one mm-hmm. of you just said Saw Light. I think that's <laughs> probably yeah, me. seems seems right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm interested. So. I don't know. Maybe we'll watch it before the next episode or something. I don't know. I think KB adamantly said she won't watch it till it's free. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I also just don't. I just truly don't have time to go to the movies. Yeah. So that's more my thing is I just don't have time to go. Yeah, yeah we've been struggling to go see even movies that will probably be nominated for Oscars. So much less Escape Room. <laughs> Well, and it's like we talked about, I mean, you have something like Bird Box, which obviously wasn't the greatest thing in the world and, you know, kind of divided a lot of people. But I mean, it was a quality movie on Netflix. You know what I mean? You just watch it whenever you want to on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to spend 10 or 12 bucks on something that's PG-13 and may not be that great when you have something like that on Netflix. So for sure. So we'll see. Anything that I can watch from the comfort of my own home is ideal. Yeah. Yeah, it's that time of year where I don't really necessarily want to be in the intense air conditioning of a movie theater all the time (laughs) or leave my house much. Mm -hmm. So I I totally agree. Yeah, I'm hibernating for sure. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) Well, the good news is... um, well, I guess the bad news is is that makes the beginning of this show kind of short. But the good news is is that gets us to Lena's fun facts quicker. So, 
And now, it's time for another exciting edition of Lena's Fun Facts, brought to you by Lena Harrington. All right, take it away, Lena. Thank you, Eli, and hello, Music City Horror fans. Uh, Today, for this week's Fun Facts, I have um, a little tribute to make to one of our favorite film directors. And some call him JC, and I'm not talking about Jesus Christ. Talk about John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Good old JC. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah, so John Carpenter has a birthday this week. Um, January 16th, he'll be celebrating his 71st birthday, which is awesome. Um, but, yeah, my fun facts are about him this week. Uh, he won his first Academy Award in 1970. And then went on to direct a bunch of our favorite horror films, such as Halloween, The Fog, The Thing, They Live, just to name a few. All right. So, did y'all know he's 5'11"? That is very tall. That's tall. Yeah. Um, also, he will not wear a crew cap on his head until a film is over that he's directing because he thinks it's bad luck. Oh, that's fun. I like yeah. that. I think that's interesting. He he would look great in a hat. I've never seen him in a hat, but I bet he'd look good. Um, He is a fast worker. Uh, Some people may know this. I did not know this, actually. Halloween was written in 10 days, shot in 20, and the score was done in three days. So he works well under pressure. I dig it. So I do too. Um, JC is a big fan of Japan's favorite rampaging monster, Godzilla. He owns every movie, collects all the toys, and he even attempted to direct an American version of Godzilla back in the 80s. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Uh, his first, one of his first student films was Gorgo versus Godzilla. This was in 1969. Uh, but it was super rough and shot in black and white with no sound with stop motion effects. Uh, but you won't find it anywhere because he makes sure that it's not on the internet anywhere. So it's like the Holy Grail to Carpenter fans, but he'll keep it under lock and key until he decides to put it out there. So that'd be interesting to see. Um, also, I know Eli knows this. JC is a recording artist. <laughs> In 2015, he released his first album, Lost Themes, uh, which featured original music compositions he recorded in his home studio. And that's pretty cool. I would love to see him perform that. Uh, Also, he is worth $35 million. So it's safe to say he will have a totally awesome birthday. So happy birthday from Music City Horror, John Carpenter. (laughs) Oh, happy birthday. That's so fun. I didn't even know that. No. I randomly just stumbled onto that today, so I'm glad. He he went to college in Kentucky. That's right. Yes. Uh, So one of my coworkers, Kevin, who I've talked about on here, his dad lived in Bowling Green and when his younger days was in a band with John Carpenter, which is pretty badass. Dude, that's crazy. That is definitely something that I never would have guessed. <laughs> Pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, evidently, my friend Ted's mom, I guess, went to uh, Western Kentucky with him or something. So. Nice. 
It's, oh. it's strange. So. It's a small world down in the south. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Lena. That was awesome. Um, the uh, I did want to mention this because we. Um, it's kind of applies to what we were just talking about. But anyways, um, Glass comes out this weekend. The, Ooh, the sequel okay. to Split, the sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah. So that's yeah. okay. definitely I... not horror, but Split had horror elements in it for sure. So Yes. And that is that is one of the movies that I'm really excited to see this year. So I wasn't sure if anybody felt like they like it could really be horror or if it was like more of a thriller. Yeah, I think we blur the lines enough, you know, um, to talk about it, especially because I would, I would put Split as a horror movie, you know, it definitely has enough yeah. horror elements. To... I definitely, I definitely think that it's, it's more scary than it is a thriller for sure. sure. Yeah. So anyways, so that, that actually comes out this weekend. So by the time this episode's out, it'll be out. But uh, I knew there was like another something kind of horror related coming out, <laughs> and I just drew a blank earlier. So, um, but anyways, it's but okay. I guess this kind of segues into the topic of the show. <laughs> so, this episode is all about 2019. So, we're going to kind of talk about our quote-unquote uh, horror resolutions for the year. Um, and then also, uh, we may not get into like every single thing we're excited about, but kind of you know hit up the high points for what's coming out uh, down the line for 2019. Um, we've been pretty lucky uh, the last couple of years. There have been really big, you know, big horror movies released, and this year it looks stacked again. Um, I haven't done a lot of research on a lot of the TV shows coming out, but I'm sure there's a ton of cool horror TV shows coming out as well. So, um, but yeah, we just thought it was kind of cool to tie in our resolution since New Year's just happened and uh, started the new year and everything. So, um, so yeah. So who who wants to um, talk about their resolution first? Uh, I can go first. Um, mine's pretty straightforward. Um, this year, in 2019, I am going to watch some of the horror movies that I have been too intimidated and scared to watch <laughs> that I've put off for many, many years. So one example is the French movie Martyrs. I've read so many things about it. I know what it's about. I pretty much know the plot. And I am just absolutely terrified to watch this movie. But I feel like I need to do it. And I'm going to do it this year. That's my resolution. And I probably, you know, there are a few movies that are on my list that I don't really want to watch for other reasons. Like, I don't really care about watching movies that really are made to be shocking and gross on purpose, necessarily. Um, but something like Martyrs, it's like, this has artistic um, relevance, and it has a... Um, idea that it wants to get across and I feel like I should I should watch it so I'm gonna try to find some more movies like that too that I'm gonna just brave it out and watch it this year and not be a chicken 
Awesome. Ooh, you are a brave woman. I'm trying. Brave. I've, and I've watched <laughs> movies where I'm like, I've probably seen worse than this, but for some reason, you know, there's like certain movies or something that you build up in your mind as being something that's way, way more intense than it might actually be in real life. Although this might actually be pretty intense and I just, <laughs> I'm trying to like bring it down a little bit so I can actually watch it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how I do. <laughs> so mine is, and I think we can all relate to this, or most of us, is to go see more horror movies in the theater. Woo! When, yeah. when I can. Good one. Because I just haven't done that much. I mean, I saw Halloween with Eli last year. I can't really think of anything else I saw in the theater. So I'm going to try better to do that. Um, and I'm also going to watch more horror that I might have judged too soon that got a bad score. Because I oh. do do that. Like Escape but Room. I, did, did it get a bad score? <laughs> um, yeah. I always kind of joke. And, uh-huh. you know, I, I don't I don't take the ratings too seriously. Especially with horror. Like horror generally rates low with critics and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't judge horror movies quite as hard with the um ratings and stuff like that but yeah i don't think it got very good ratings <laughs> uh like i don't know for example i, I didn't never saw the nun because it got such bad reviews uh, and it may just be bad <laughs> i mean it wasn't great i did, I did but, see it's not great but, but i wish so, it like, would just stream but yeah if it's if it's like you know? streaming definitely and you're yeah. really bored one day and you just want to just veg out it's yeah. fine you know i think i talked about it on a show or maybe i just talked to one of you guys about it i don't remember but it just reminded me of a 90s movie and like i don't mean that negatively at all like i it, it looked awesome like if it had came out in like 1996 it would have like killed but <laughs> um uh-huh. it, I, I can't i was trying to think like pinpoint what it reminded me of like what movie um but anyways, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that the other movies in that series were better, but like, I I wasn't like, oh, this is a waste of money. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel ripped off or anything, so. Yeah, and I know yeah. a lot of times if I go in thinking like, oh, this has bad scores and it sucks, it's better than what I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and my last resolution is to read more horror uh, <laughs> A.K.A. Follow the Year of the King on Instagram. If you're not, <laughs> I just bought Salem's Lot, so oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to read more Stephen King too. Oh, awesome! Yay! Yeah. That Instagram is Kayla, and uh, is it one of your friends you're doing? Yeah, it's my friend Justin. Um, awesome. Yeah, and we've we talked about it a little bit last year, but we actually recorded a podcast episode the other night. So we'll be doing that a little bit too. Yeah. So it'll be fun. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Jump jump in with us sometime. It'll be really fun. Awesome. (laughs) I literally just followed that. Yay. (laughs) So that's perfect. But yeah, any reading recommendations, you know, I will be happy to dump them on you <laughs> anytime. Hey, yes. I um, have an Audible subscription, and once I'm done with Lord of the Rings, I'm definitely going to need some suggestions. Ooh, good. I love audiobooks, too, so they'll be perfect. I've got to finish Two Towers and finish uh, Return of the King, and then I'm done. 
Oh, awesome. so good. I so I've done all those. of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I did it. I did all of Harry Potter and then I went into Lord yes. of the Rings. So thank God for audiobooks that get me through a run at the gym. Absolutely. Yep. They are perfect. Yeah, I was going to throw out there that over the weekend I got um, like a novel of the 2018 Halloween. Well, they made it into a book now. Oh, fun. So I got that, you know, to add them to my collection, but. I'm going to try to dive into that, too, even oh, though it's a movie, fun. but yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> that's awesome. KB, what are your resolutions? So, and you guys are going to be very proud of me for this. My resolution is to sit down and really take the time to get to know two franchises that I have been, I never got into, and when I did try to to watch them. I just, it it just never took a hold of me. So I really want to set myself and and force myself to watch it. So Mm -hmm. the first one is Halloween. So I wanted to sit down and watch every Halloween movie because I may have seen one of them once. Mm. And I know that that's like crazy because that's like a staple movie, but it's just, it was never anything that it just almost bored me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a chance in my older age <laughs> to enjoy the movie part. Not so much as like judging it based on whether it's like really, really scary or not. So I'm going to yeah. give that one a chance. Awesome. And then I'm also going to do all of the Universal Monsters. <gasps> Ooh, cool. Yes. Because I've never seen those. Y'all, I'm a noob. I don't know if you know this, but I, I am a noob. Um, That's fun, though. It brings in different, like, perspective than, you know. Well, because you guys talk about those two franchises a lot. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to talk about it with you guys. And I want to be able to at least understand <laughs> what the fuck is going on. So, cause I mean, every time we have a conversation about Halloween, like I have no shame. I don't, I have no clue what you're talking about. No clue. <laughs> and because okay. I've never really, okay. I've never really wanted to watch it. So I'm, I'm committing to watching those two franchises. I, I guess you can call Universal Yay. Universal Monsters a franchise. Um, and I may or may not do Jason. I feel like I've seen a lot of those. So maybe I'll just do a rewatch if I have time. I have, yeah, maybe um, see, like, wait for a Friday the 13th to actually happen and then watch it on that day. Yes. Um, well, that, I mean, that's that's really all I had. So uh, I believe that that's Eli's turn. Yeah. Um, I have the uh, the Halloween box set, if you want to borrow it. And uh, amazing. I might have. Yes. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have the Universal Monsters, like most of them, like Dracula, mm. um, Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman. So. I'll just try to bring all that crap on Sunday. So, oh, I'll bring and I'll bring your hat. Boom, <laughs> Tracy's perfect. Tracy's perfect. Um, yeah. So mine is, um, I guess, kind of like Lena's. Uh, I want to watch more movies in the theater. 
and um, especially like smaller movies at the Bell Court. Um, I don't get to get up there as often because I'm about 35 minutes south of there, so it's a commitment every time I get up there. And then we just they built built an AMC theater like three minutes from my house, so it's really hard to. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's wow. really hard to push myself to drive that extra distance. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel. I've got that our brand new theater in, in our area, and mm -hmm. we don't leave where we. Like I mean, we just theater don't. is so nice. <laughs> That's nice theater too. So when you get a movie theater near where you live, you very rarely leave that area. I agree, but there's one in Franklin that's like the uh, the dine-in theater. Yeah, and the that one was bread. nice, but mm -hmm. it's still again I have one three minutes up the road. So, um, but yeah, that and. Um, uh, I don't know. I probably just tried to, um, maybe get in, maybe listen to more podcasts just because, um, you'd be surprised with like, if, if, if everyone realized like what all I did to get the show up and how much I don't listen to podcasts, it'd be shocking because I don't know, just <laughs> for whatever reason, like once we started this, like my listening content has just dropped drastically so um just want to kind of get back into that and um you know even if it's just once a week one one show a week or something just that's more than i'm doing right now so um so nothing huge but you know every little bit counts man that's yeah. a resolution that's right. yeah. yeah yeah and so. if anyone has suggestions you know shoot them our way yeah, yeah, tell us what your horror resolutions are. Maybe are they the same as ours? Or did you have something innovative that you came up with? Like, I, I, I wanted to make, like, watch, like, some niche movies that I've never seen and, like, stuff that I was afraid of, like Kayla said. <laughs> but I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to use, I'm using 2019 as a year of education so I this is where I'm, I'm yeah. starting. I think that's really, I think that's really good. And I think we all have like, I guess, horror blind spots, I could call it, where we've just, we've just missed stuff or been, yeah. you know, I'm not really super interested and I'll come back to it later. And I think this is a really good chance to kind of dive back into different things and um, try out some things that you never thought that you might have liked before, which is kind of fun too. Yeah. And you'll probably think a lot of Halloween is boring, so. Um. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, don't don't try to like dissuade me from my goal. I mean, I I did the same thing that you're doing probably three or four years ago because I I just got to the point where they just all ran together. Like after three, like I didn't know the difference between any of them. Like I thought they were like one movie and you know, things I was thinking about from six was actually in four and things from five were in six. And like, I just couldn't. So when I got that box set, we, we just sat down and went through the whole thing. And, um, and you know, there, especially like if you, once you get to like part four, that's the one where he, they kind of reintroduced Michael Myers in 1988. And just looking at all the horror movies that were out that year, and to see the quality of film that they put out with that is just like, it's just shocking 
how not great it is. Um, <laughs> and then by the time you get to six with Paul Rudd, it is like such a '90s movie, and I like I love that movie so much. And um, <laughs> I mean, it's not great, but it's just awesome. So, anyways, how can you not love Paul Rudd? Yeah, that That's was his. Uh, <laughs> that was his debut. Exactly. That was his first movie. Oh, so awesome! So, it's the best. Well, cool. So, what are uh, what are some of the things we're looking forward to this year? Ooh, okay. I mean, mine's mine's the like the major, major, major one. I guess I feel like that that's the Do biggest it. movie that's coming out. So let's just get the obvious out of the way. Uh, it chapter two. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Something that we're all excited about. Something that we're all uh, counting down the days towards. I I feel like I could speak for most of the world because that was one of the biggest horror movies in decades so i i just i can't wait to see what they do i am now that i've read the book or listened to the book um i am going to be very interested on how they maneuver around certain parts (laughs) um yeah and as well as what they probably hopefully cut Mm. um so oh yeah that that scene is definitely cut well yeah i i'm more so and i'm more so talking about like there's a lot of weird shit at the end of that book (laughs) it gets really very it gets really really strange it gets strange in all the all the ways strange it also gets a little i feel like a lot of that stuff was unnecessary Mm mm-hmm it brings um, so, in very cosmic, which is very, it seems like it kind of takes it out of like that action of the story, but it's trying to bring you to a different perspective and whether it actually works or not, I'm not really sure. I'll be very, very, I'll be very interested to see, um, to see, you know, what they do since they, the book is written completely differently. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't split it up. They don't make it in, like, pure chronological order because, God, that book flips back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how they tell, what stories they tell because there's a lot of, you know, different stories in that book. Yeah. See if they'll, actually, if they'll actually tell everything. I was wondering if, since it's called Chapter 2, if y'all, do you think there'll be more than just... The first movie in this one. Do you think there's going to be a chat? You think there might be a chapter three? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, I was just wondering. I that, feel like that. they would have already announced it because yeah. they usually they're usually starting to announce how many um, how many movies will be in a franchise. I guess. Yeah. Because they sign deals and everybody finds out about it. So I, I don't know. I mean. It is kind of nice, too, to have... I mean, they had the miniseries in the 90s, which was way too long. Um, God. <laughs> and also kind of... Especially the adult parts. Everybody likes the kid part. Um, you know, it's it's nostalgic and fun, and the kids are charming, and um, we relate to them a lot. And then the adult part can kind of slog a little bit in the book. I feel yeah. Like. I just yeah. don't feel as invested in the adults. 
so much. Um, so hopefully they'll keep it pretty streamlined in the new one um, or chapter two. And I don't know if it's really necessary to go on past that if they keep it smart. Does that make sense? Yeah. They don't seem to be the kind of uh, filmmakers who are like, oh, yeah, let's do three hobbits or whatever. Mm, <laughs> right. This thing out. It, they seem to like just want to tell the story really efficiently and really well. So hopefully um, they can do the adult section of the story some justice. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'd say they... the, the cast is awesome. So. Oh, yeah. It's that's it's like dream casting almost. Yeah. It's it's yeah. great. Yeah, well, and I feel like it's also suggestions that fans made that ended up coming true, which is like so cool. insane. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost cool. unheard. That's of. always one of my favorite things that that happens is people create. You know, fans will create their dream casting, and then all of a sudden it happens. Yeah, like it actually worked. Because I remember seeing casting news and thinking, "Oh, this is just you know." probably made up because it's too good to be true that like Jessica Chastain would play Beverly. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the one that I saw online a lot is who should, you know, who should play Beverly. And it was always Jessica Chastain. Yeah. And the fact that she was like, Oh, I'm a huge fan. Of course. It's like, Oh oh my gosh. Like so cool. Too too cool. But I, yeah, we're obviously all really excited about that. one. It's going to, it's going to be massive. I mean, if they did a chapter three, it would be, I think if they did it like new people, like he, he started to terrorize a new group of kids or something. I think that might be the only way to really pull it off, but. I and know. I would not be into that. Yeah. No, I feel like that would kind of cheapen it a little bit. It's Hopefully just, they won't do that. It's just, when you get into, a, um, you know, the like. Horror, I think we've talked about it before, horror has always historically been some of the most profitable movies because they're so cheap to make. And even it, with the you know the, tons of makeup and Pennywise's costume and all that kind of stuff, it still really wasn't that expensive to make. So, like, when it grossed, like, $700 million, that's, like, they made, like, $600 million off of it or $650 million off of it. So, I mean, when you're making that kind of profit off of something, it's hard to it's hard to be like, "Mm, let's just stop. You know what I mean? Like, so I would like to say that they're going to be done with it, but knowing, and you know, the word, the bad thing is, is now AT&T owns Warner brothers and they're the worst. I worked for them for five years. They're the absolute worst. So, so, you know, (laughs) kind of saying what Lana was saying, I I wouldn't be surprised um, if we see that. Yeah. I feel like horrors, you know, getting to the point where other people besides us (laughs) are starting to recognize it's like quality and prestige a little bit more, you know, there's no sequel to like Schindler's list or the post or, you know, other movies that, Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh God, no. So I'm hoping that horror gets that level where they don't feel like they have to keep pumping out sequels to something just to make money. They can take that money that they made and do something new. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like the studio yeah. can be like, cool, we made all this money. Like we're going to invest in a new talent or a new idea or remake another Stephen King book. Like, I don't care, but I just, I hope that they kind of move away from just kind of pumping out random cheap movies just to make some money. I, I hope yeah. that they start. I hope their resolution is to make better choices. Yes. I yes. think that's fair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> make feel, better choices. I feel like this could kind of, um, 
connect to this movie that I had written down because I love the first one, uh, The Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. Happy Death Day to You coming out next month. So yeah. I hope that's good. I hope it is. Because I, I did <laughs> like, really I did like Happy. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was, um, it was kind of mindless. You didn't really have to, right. you didn't feel like you had to be super involved in it and you had fun either way. Yeah. yeah. And, and I still wanted to know, one. I still wanted to know what happened. Like, I didn't get it. It was before. very simple. Yeah. I still yes. was like, oh, I want to know what's going on. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> they, they did a good job. They knew yeah. what they were making and they made it, which yeah. I, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> we saw that in the theaters, and um, I mean exactly what y'all said. I mean it was um, it kind of reminded me, and I think I might have said this when when I saw Hell Hellfest. Like it kind of reminded me of that. Like it wasn't like overthinking anything, and you know it didn't reinvent the wheel. It was just a it was just a cool Halloween movie, and it was a slasher. And so um, you know that kind of was how I felt about Happy Death Day. You know, they, they they introduced the new kind of slasher with the baby face, you know, whatever. I don't even know if that's his name or not. But, um, and then when they finally, you could finally realize who actually did it and everything, like you kind of didn't see that coming and stuff. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I just hope it's not a, you know, I don't know if we can do the three or a four or a five out of it. You know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it has <laughs> right. that much legs. The only thing is, like, if unless somebody else gets caught in the loop and it's a different setting mm. and stuff like that. So, but, um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I was trying to wrap, wrap my head around the plot of this one. So, I guess other people are getting pulled into it too, and she has to keep dying to, so no one else dies until they figure out. I guess yeah, it's yeah, like she has to pre- she has to prevent the pre- next person from dying. Mm-hmm. And the only way yeah. to do that is to keep dying to figure out who who does it or whatever. Yeah, which is interesting cuz she's such a brat and mm-hmm. so the idea <laughs> that she has to like care about other people is kind of yeah. intriguing. It's, it'll probably be a very painful experience for her. I mm-hmm. imagine so. Oh, yeah. Probably much <laughs> much more so than like in us nice people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll that'll result like, in yeah, some good laughs for us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Kayla, um, um, you want to go? Let's see. I'll mention. Yeah, I'll mention the one that I'm excited about. Um, I was skeptical about this, as I am with every remake ever. But I watched the original recently, and I was like, "Yeah, I think this needs an update," and I'm happy it's happening. Um, and I'm talking about Pet Cemetery which comes out April 5th um, and is directed by the two guys, uh, Kevin Kolsch and uh, Dennis Windmere, it looks like. And they directed Starry Eyes, um, which I loved. Have you guys seen Starry Eyes? It's like indie. Mm -mm. Nope. Um, Oh, it's so good. I think it's on Netflix now, but it's really, really good. Um, And they, when I saw that they were directing this, it, I was excited about it then. And then I saw the preview for the movie and it looks so well done they've kept the original stephen king story it looks pretty i mean it's a straightforward story and it's about you know grief and death and it's very dark it's probably uh, out of all of stephen king books all, all of his books it's probably to me one of the saddest and i i remember reading a thing with him where he admits that 
Pet Cemetery is very dark and that he even takes it a little bit too far at times where he admits like, yeah, I went a little bit too much on this. Um, but it looks like they've updated the movie with some modern things. Like in the previews they have the creepy kids and the masks yeah. like marching to the Pet Cemetery. So like that's kind of a modern look uh, where we think that that's interesting. And it just looks really good um that it still keeps the story intact but adds a little bit something different to it and telling a story that's now i think kind of become a classic and i i'm really looking forward to it as soon as i saw church the cat i was like oh man he looks so baller and (laughs) this cat looks so like nasty and scary Uh. i love it um, oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. I was worried about uh, Fred Gwynn being replaced because he's so good as, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes dad is bad on that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, awesome. But John Lithgow is a perfect choice to um, play Judd. And I think it'll uh, be really, really good. I'm excited about it. And I think they've chosen good directors. Um, you know, the actors weren't people that I really recognize, but it looks like they have enough um qualifications that they've done a lot of work and they're probably going to be really great and i i'm really excited about it i was suspicious but i i think i'm going to be a convert to this remake and that might be one of the first times i've said that in a long time but i think that i'm gonna really enjoy it i'm excited about it yeah i agree um i love how recently eli is yep i agree yeah. <laughs> he's like yep. he's like, there you go. Yep, said it all. Those Done. are some words. So Yeah, those are some words. No, um, I'm actually I'm actually surprised Kayla didn't say us. Um Well that was I was gonna say if nobody's mentioning that one, that's like my next yeah, up there. Very but close I think so. I think, I think that was everybody's I think that's yeah, that, yeah. that's definitely on everybody's radar. So yeah. we want to talk away. about is that, is that <laughs> oh, you, man. Eli? Did you? I was I was gonna be I was gonna cop out and kind of just mention some that are listed mm-hmm. for 2019. I don't really I don't know okay. if I have a specific one that's you know the the, the most excited for or whatever. Uh, probably what well, y'all mentioned. Can we, can we talk about us a little bit then yeah. too? Yeah, okay, because sure. yeah. well, that's like six I, weeks away. Oh, so I mean, it's, it's it's right around the corner. Yeah, right around the corner. Yeah, I think that's, that's the one the that I'm trailer. Oh my gosh, it's that song perfect. just haunts me. <laughs> Which song? <laughs> I got five on it. <laughs> Uh, like i mean how brilliant to use that you know it's amazing to me it's very jordan peele which yes perfect um yeah the trailer is incredible uh the actors look like it looks like they're doing some amazing work in this movie and Lupita's in it. Come Lupita. on. Yes. Perfect. Oh. Any, I'm going to watch a beauty. anything with Lupita in it. Yeah. Yes. Just, like, look at her face, because her face is so beautiful. She's and perfect. she's also really good at acting, too. But yes. she's so, so pretty. <laughs> just, I just like to look at her face. Um, and, of course, Winston Duke is also super babely, so I'm excited about that as Agreed. well. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but I just... I think that movie, I think it's going to blow us all away, just like mm-hmm. Get Out did. And I think it'll blow us away in a, a different way. I think he'll do something equally as 
brilliant and interesting and um, modern and just engrossing as Get Out and just do it. Just blow it out of the water. I can't wait. I think uh, this is interesting. I don't know if y'all follow Reggie Watts on Instagram, but I saw this one day. He received like a little box with some of those scissors in it from George Peel. And the note said on December 25th, which was when the trailer came out, um, join the untethering. Watch yourself. I'm like, what does that mean? So cool. I know. It is just absolutely terrifying too. Yeah. The trailer. It's unsettling. It is. Is the is the right word? Is that it's unsettling? It's just it's so effective. It's probably one of the best trailers. I mean, just like how Get Out was one of the best trailers I had ever seen and experienced. This was just perfect. Whoever he's getting as his editor to make those things, like, dang, that guy's awesome. Um, yeah, that trailer was awesome, and it's gonna be perfect. Yeah, I think it's like. You know, after uh, Get Out was a success, he's kind of got permission to be a little weird now. So I think one of y'all said he's going to do it in a different way, and I think this is just going to be way out there. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that he's got enough license to just go crazy, and they'll know it's genius no matter what he does or if they understand it or not. I think that he just... I think he understands our, his audience really well too, and he knows what we'll like and what we can be pushed to experience. And I think it'll be um, a really interesting experience to watch this. What I mean, what I really enjoyed about him is that he's not—he's not afraid to make people uncomfortable, but he makes them uncomfortable in a way where it's. I mean, I don't want to say psychological, but it definitely is like geared geared towards human nature and like real like real situations where you're just the deepest like darkest fears of people too. So I just wonder, do you guys have any theories as to what what this is going to be and why they have like double of themselves? Oh man, you know, I don't think I do. I've seen a few websites um, for different articles that have kind of put out different theories and different ideas. And I've really resisted reading those. Um, I think I just kind of want to experience it without reading about it too much ahead of time. Um, I'd probably like to go see it a couple of times in theaters just to kind of soak it in and try to figure it out. I like to watch, you know... I'm such a I'm such a nerd. Sometimes like movies like this, I want to read it like a like a really special important novel where I reread it a few times and I can like dissect it and dig down into it and like what does it all mean? So I I hope I get the same kind of experience with this too, um, and not like in a Lars von Trier like I don't have no idea what's happening way, but <laughs> this right. you know Jordan Peele's movies is like this actually means something important and he wants us to see something in this movie um, that we don't normally see in a movie theater. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any big theories. Does anybody else? Um, I know that they. he said that the duplicates are called the tethered, um, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But I don't, 
I'm kind of like you. I don't, I'm not trying to read too much into it before it comes out. So I'm so glad that people like to be surprised <laughs> because people that I, I can't trust people that read spoilers. I'm like, y'all don't like any kind of surprises. You don't, you don't like fun. Yeah. Like when people are talking about, you know, well, the new Game of Thrones trailer, you know, might, you know, people are hoping it like comes it out soon or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even want to watch it. I just don't no, I would be okay with not having any kind of trailer yes, I just for anything. No, I maybe just, just, I mean, maybe movies. Yeah. And I'll watch a movie trailer. Like I watched the Us trailer twice and I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't want to watch it again. I don't want to watch it until the movie comes out. I just kind of, I like to go into it pretty blind. It depends on the movie. Because some movies, I'm like, it doesn't really matter. Or you already know the story. But this one is is going to be special. And I kind of want to just, that's a way of savoring it, I think, is not really. I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, someone brought this up to me not too long ago about Jordan Peele, you know, you know, being a comedian and how it's kind of filtered over to horror because when you deliver a joke, you know when to give the punchline and in horror, you know when to scare people, you know? I thought that was really interesting. That's a good point. I mean, with those, you do have to know people really well and know how people will respond to different situations. And, yeah, maybe it's just, it's like the timing is you're just really good at timing with both skills. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eli, do you want to make off your list here? Yes, <laughs> I, didn't wanna, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say my new catchphrase, so I was just waiting. So. Oh, tell me your new catchphrase. <laughs> um. God, you can't tell us you have, have a new have catchphrase a and not tell us the catchphrase. Yeah. To know how it can work. <laughs> Um, Insert catchphrase. I think I think you just Christian Christian did uh, KB. Uh, I said what did I say? Christian. Yep, I I agree. Or yep, yep I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's now if we ever can get we make a shirt, shirt? Made, yeah we can. <laughs> yep, I agree. Yep, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Oh, oh that's, that's a great that's a great first shirt idea so yes. if you guys want us to make a yep i agree shirt we will make yes. it we'll make it happen Jesus, it i mean yep. it's it's non-confrontational i mean it's <laughs> it shows it's, I'm listening. it's straightforward it's very straightforward it's like it's amazing. straightforward that you say i have nothing else to add right it's a vocal <laughs> nod, like it's like a vocal you period. said everything yeah. i needed to say mm-hmm. it's like the white red of responses <laughs> yes so all right so, amazing yeah. um well i think we covered the big ones um and uh, some of these are tentative for 2019, so they may not actually come out um, this year, but they're all penciled in for it looks like it. But um, some people are up in arms about this, but they are doing a remake of Child's Play. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. Yeah, be yeah I'm on the fence. I'm not a huge Child's Play fan anyway, so I'm like... I don't really care, but I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I could care slightly less. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. 
Um, they're doing a, a new grudge. Um, I don't know if this is a brand new one or some kind of sequel or remake or something, but huh. yeah. So, um, we, I think we've talked about this before and then it got bumped, but, uh, the new mutants is, it's a comic book movie, but it's, they're supposed, they're, the way it's being pitched is it's like the first horror comic book movie. And they're like all in this insane asylum and blah blah blah. So um, that got. I think that was supposed to be out in October or August, oh, and they that bumped was it. Weird. Yeah, that is another thing that I could probably care less about. But part of me wants. Part of me wants to see it. A very very small part of me. Yeah, um, I'm intrigued by too. the idea of it. Plus, Anya Taylor Joy's in it, and I love her. She, I think she's awesome. And Maisie Williams too. So I mean, yeah. the cast is good. That's it's, right. Yeah. It's yeah. I and, do love I do love Maisie Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it could it could be it could go either way, but being bumped around like that is not usually a great sign. Yeah. But hopefully it's better than that. <laughs> well the yeah. rumor is is they bumped it because they wanted them to add more horror. So I mean oh. that's well that's a good mm-hmm. sign. But yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And I think one of the I think one of the kids from Stranger Things is in it as well. So Oh nice. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's Will's brother. So he's like yeah, oh. the elder. So not like Dustin. Not or like Dustin. No. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't care then. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's actually a movie coming out in like two weeks or three weeks called The Prodigy. And it's got uh, Taylor Sheeling from Orange is the New Black. And, um, let's see, a mother concerned about her, her young son's disturbing behavior thinks something supernatural may be affecting him. Oh, creepy oh, kids. That could go yeah. one or, that could go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. It could be really, really good, or it could be really, really corny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, because I feel like I, movies with kids are just like, unless it's like an ensemble cast, it's just, it can, it can be a little, uh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know really what word to use, but it was just like, they're just kind of cheesy. Yeah, yeah, child actors are hard. The worst is when you're watching a, a good movie, like Indiana Jones, and they're like, oh, here's a kid's sidekick. It's like, ugh. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> worse now. Everything's worse. It immediately, <laughs> it immediately, it immediately makes me not care yeah I'm like, right. or be engaged yeah because uh, usually i god i watched i watched a movie i tried to watch a movie recently um about a kid that it's the oh no 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 you guys liked it it was the house with the clock in its walls oh i, I didn't see could that could not uh, get past that kid i was he drove me nuts <laughs> it was yeah, it was so he was yeah. such a whiny little piss baby he was. <laughs> and I, it I, made I, me hate him yeah kids are so, right listeners we none of us have children we just have yeah have children and so we're like oh kids are terrible and <laughs> i think that that's totally fair we have fur babies we've got fur babies and that's yeah we're good but yeah, yeah kid actors are if I see a movie with like one kid in it where they're supposed to balance things out, I'm like, ugh, <laughs> no, I can't stand it. Um, 
especially precocious kids. Like, I'm assuming the prodigy is about a precocious, creepy kid. Ugh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what if it? What if it's? What if it's good? Will you give it a chance? I mean, if hear... it's good, if everyone's like, "This is the best creepy kid movie ever made," <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Okay, I guess I have to see yeah. it," but otherwise, probably not gonna give it a chance. Fair enough. Yeah. You're a grown woman, and you make your own choices. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, Eli, do you do you agree? <laughs> yep, I agree. <laughs> oh, okay, here, Eli. This is probably on your list, but I want to bring it up because I'm staring at it in my notes. Um, Three from Hell. Everybody's oh, talking yes. about that a lot. Yep. Um, I just finished it that was, up. That was the next okay. one I was mentioning. Oh, okay, cool. I figured it was on your list somewhere, but um, I've been thinking about it um, because of my complicated feelings about Rob Zombie and his movies. Um, I'm always happy to go see it, but always am a little bit worried about I <laughs> I am there with you. Yeah, his especially especially with this franchise because mm-hmm. those were his only good movies. Absolutely. Yeah, I was about to say that should be another one of my resolutions. I have not seen Devil's Rejects. Oh, it's it's fun. <laughs> it's it's, really good. it's a it's a wonderful movie. I loved um I loved both of them. I mean, I loved both mm-hmm. of those movies. So, um and those were, you know, movies that I was pretty into for a long time. I would say House of, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects are up there in some of the movies that I love the most. I know. I need to, whenever they came out. really far left and up and down and around in circles with Mm -hmm. everything he did after that. I mean, Halloween was whatever for me. Yeah, it was Um, fine. But... um, uh, the Witches of Salem, or whatever the fuck that was called. Oh, Lords of Salem, yeah, that was. Yeah, I see. That's it. Just it was. It was just weird for the sake of being weird, and that shit always pisses me off. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. I think he's so good visually, and his soundtracks are perfect, and he does such a good job with all that. I just wish he'd hire someone else to write for him, like just team up with a better writer and I feel like it would knock everybody out of the park because it would be visually perfect and there wouldn't just be stupid words coming from everyone's mouth all the time. It's so <laughs> I wonder if him doing this is him trying to like get his mojo back or something. Yeah, yeah maybe. And hopefully that would be nice. Um, I'd like to see, cause I, he seems like a really great guy and you know, awesome horror fan and horror advocate and, I I hope that it works. Well, we'll see. Me dose. A lot of people are excited about it, and I hope that it lives up to everybody's um, excitement. It would be it would be fun to kind of rally around him a little bit too. Would be would be fun for us as a um, horror fandom. I think. I mean, it's gonna. He'll have to explain how we're, we're <laughs> how we're here, obviously. But um, <laughs> you know, I. Yeah, I think everyone's pretty excited about it. So, let's see what else. Brightburn. Brightburn. That was next on the list. I, think I have I think not just watched the trailer for that, but I need to watch it. 
Yes. Yeah, that one, um, yeah, I think that one has a lot of potential. I'm um, assuming the trailer's good. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Intense. Um, I also had Godzilla, King of the Monsters on my list mm-hmm. because I liked yeah. the other, the, or the last Godzilla movie that came out. And With Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I loved that movie. Yes, that was that fun. Movie, that movie was, like, tolerable and fun. Yeah. Yes. I liked it a lot. Although, I'm always hoping in Godzilla movies to have more monsters, less humans. Like, I don't yes. care about the character development of the people. And so when I saw it has, like, Millie Bobby Brown in it, I'm like, I love yes. her, but also I don't care about her compared to watching Godzilla fight other monsters. Like, and Mothra. Mothra <laughs> yeah. is going to be in this Mothra is going to be cool. I, <laughs> so yeah, I'm always like, oh, I don't care about these people and their stupid right. lives. Just want to watch them get <laughs> smashed by Godzilla. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think it looks really fun. These movies are just a blast. And it looks well made. Like, the... Um, Special effects look really good, and I think it'll be it'll be fun. I think. Yeah. And the um, the director's the same one that did uh, Trick or Treat. Oh, that's Ooh. right. Oh. And you guys know I love Trick or Treat. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It's my fave. Oh, I love it. So that should be. Hopefully, it's a little campy. I like it when it's a little campy. Yeah, especially yeah. with movies like Godzilla, I feel like you kind of have to be. Yeah. yeah, you have to have a little fun with it. It can't be too serious. That's yeah. no fun. Well, um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, yeah that's tentative. Which which haunted me when I was a kid. Yes. Um, still Damn. haunts me to this day, as a woman in her early 30s so <laughs> this should be a fun experience yeah i bought the book a few years ago i found it with the original drawings in it because for a while they took them out because they were too scary for kids which uh, yeah they're too scary <laughs> yeah, for adults but i was like what kind of like little wussies are we raising now that we can't, <laughs> that they can't see these pictures. It's like, or how about this? Not the kids, but like their stupid parents. <laughs> they can't see them. Um, it's like they need well, to suffer like I did. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you because yeah. some of my coworkers' children who are like ten and eleven are terrified of like the movie Goosebumps that came out with Jack Black. Oh please! Or like uh, <laughs> uh, Gremlins. And I'm like, dude, I saw those when I was younger than that age. I was watching like The Exorcist funny. at, like, 11. <laughs> right? Those are just, like, funny. Like, oh, these are kids' yeah. movies. Um, to be fair, I am arachnophobic. Oh, so well. that is the primary source of my fear. Hmm. Um, so anything, oh, my God, because you said Goosebumps, and it made me think of that first Goosebumps episode of the original television series. I cried when I watched that. Oh, no, because that's scary. That's a scary one. I cried. It made me cry. Oh, it was too much for me. So, like, that's where I, like, when I think about scary stories to tell in the dark, you know what story I'm talking about. Now that I've said that I'm arachnophobic, I'm Uh not going to talk about it um, because (laughs) it's disgusting. So if you haven't read Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, you can do that on your own. Um, But that is something that, like, is a deep-rooted fear in me now because of that book. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm really curious to see how they're going to approach this and see, like, I guess, what stories are they going to tell? Yeah. And I'm interested to see how it's going to look, too, because I think the pictures are so iconic that it seems hard for me to separate the drawings from the stories. And so to make it into a movie, it's like, what do you, what do you do with that? You know, how do you make the imagery as memorable and the stories as powerful? Cause they're like folk tales, right? Or little, little ghost stories, so, legends. Um, like, how do you keep that up? I'm, I'm curious about it. So the synopsis that I found online, I'm going to read really quick because this is, this is actually a good bit of information to answer the question that we just asked. So okay. Those creepy stories from your youth are brought to life in a feature film adaptation from Oscar winner Guillermo del Toro, who produced the film and co-wrote the sp- screenplay. So that automatically means that not only is it going to be good, it's going to be fucking weird. Yeah, true. Um, it says, yeah. Uh, it says see, uh, which sees a series of mysterious and horrific tragedies befall a small, quiet town. Oh, okay. So they're kind of drawing them so together. That makes me even more scared. And then, and then I switched to our group text and saw Pliny. So I'm not that scared anymore. <laughs> I like, we, we sometimes send dog pictures for our listeners, a little behind the scenes action. We sometimes send dog pictures while we're recording because normally our dogs won't leave us alone. So yeah. it's, it's that we talk about all the scary stuff and then we just share dog pictures. Of that. Yes. <laughs> My baby's just chilling right here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm He's also. I saw that. Um, uh, crap, I just lost it. Oh, Andre Overdahl is directing the movie. Um, and he directed The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which I love. Oh, right. so I have much. not seen that. So Girl, I have to watch that. It's on Netflix now. It's on the Netflix. I know. I Netflix. think I've seen it on there. So I'll have to check that out. It's so good. And if you want to just. If you had me and Jen Faradu, <laughs> Jen from, uh, you referred to her by her Instagram name. I know. Uh, I like if that. you had me from, uh, and Jen from the Horror Virgin in a room together, we would just talk about the autopsy of Jane Doe and Stephen King for hours and hours. That's um, amazing. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so yeah, you'll have to you'll have to watch it now because it's so good. But when I saw that. Of course, like, he and Guillermo del Toro add a lot of uh, clout to the movie. So, it's got to be good. Like, it can't fail. You know, it can't fail at this point. For sure. I agree with that. Yeah. Hey, that's trademark infringement. Yeah, those were some big ones. Um, This one will be on Netflix the February 1st, so sometime next week. Um, Velvet Buzzsaw and uh, Jack, Jake Gyllenhaal, John Malkovich, uh, and Tony Collette. And it's directed by Dan Gilroy, who directed Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal, which was phenomenal. Ooh, yeah. um, the synopsis is, after a series of paintings by an unknown artist are discovered, a supernatural force enacts revenge on those who have allowed their greed to get in the way of art. It's listed as a drama horror mystery. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I like drama, I like horror, and I love a good mystery. So mm-hmm. yeah. I guess I'll be it's checking tough. that one out. 
Um, this will tie into Kayla's um, Year of the King um, in the Tall Grass will be out this year. Oh. Um, so that's a technically, I guess that's him and Joe Hill, right? Yeah. Yeah. But still, will be very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then there's a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. Um, uh, there's one called the but Zombieland Two. Zombieland Two. Oh. Um, yes, yes. Which I'd be shocked if that one actually makes it out this year. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, I think they just well. finally announced a new director, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a 2021. But anyways, um, there's one called Sweetheart that's coming out this year. Um, the Boy Two, which I never saw. The Boy One. <laughs> I love it. That. Was, uh, it was fun. interesting. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's nothing yeah. special, but it was a rainy. It was a rainy day movie that you'll that you'll never watch again. Yeah. Now yeah. that it's on Netflix, it's like it's an hour and a half, short, sweet, kind of fun. You know, Boy Two though, I feel like it's kind of unnecessary. <laughs> um. What was oh this one seems seems interesting I haven't heard anything about it and it comes out in March so but it's called Wounds uh, it's Dakota Johnson and Army Hammer um, oh and Zazie Beats from Atlanta she's awesome um, disturbing and mysterious things begin to happen to a bartender in New Orleans after he picks up a phone left behind at his bar it is a drama horror mystery oh I do like Army Hammer ooh actually fun. Except Dakota um, Johnson ruins everything. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen Suspiria, so... I was going to say, she... I'm determined that it's... I'm not very into her. She didn't no. ruin it. That's not the okay. reason that that movie wasn't <laughs> that great. Yeah. <laughs> but, so it's not all her fault, but she's not, No, like, and I mean, I'm that, that's actually, like, like when I talked about it, when it happened, um... That was like my first thing. Like, okay, I just want you to know, Dakota Johnson's not that bad in it. Like, she's, <laughs> uh, and yeah. you know, like she was in the Social Network, and like she wasn't bad in that. I, I think it's just, I think she's just got like her wheelhouse, and like when people put her in not her wheelhouse, she just doesn't shine, kind of a deal. Which I think that's how all of us are. So I don't know. Fair. Whatever. Um, there's one called um, The Turning. It has Mackenzie Davis and Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Um, Mackenzie Davis was in... Um, she was in that episode of Black Mirror. The... Um, um, damn it. Like, the one set in the 80s where it's like the, the two girls... Oh, uh, San Junipero. Yes, thank you. I yeah. was like, Love San that. Jose? I was like, that's not right. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, she was she was the white female in that one. And she's going to be in the new Terminator movie that James Cameron's doing. Um, it says, A young governess is hired by a man who has become responsible for his young nephew and niece after the deaths of their parents. A modern take on Henry James' novella, The Turn of the Screw. Ooh, I do love that nice. book a lot. Nice. And, I mean, there's, you know, uh, The Gallows Part 2. I didn't see the first one. Um, there's a sequel to 47 Meters Down. I skipped the first one. So the only other one that, <coughs> excuse me, that I think, I think this one got bumped as well. So I don't know if this one will be a um, 
2019. Um, I don't know if it's like kind of like in a developmental hell kind of a deal or I don't know what's going on with it, but I, I want to say it was supposed to be out at the end of 2018. Yeah, Bob, but they're doing a remake of Jacob's Ladder. And mm. if you've never seen that movie, it is fucked up. Uh, I have never crazy. seen that movie. Ooh. It's really, it's very deeply it scary. It's yeah. scary in many ways. I saw it's that like when I was 12. Deep. I was like, this oh, is God. too young. I'm, yeah. I can't tolerate this. <laughs> um, scary. But yeah, so... And I don't know if they're going to do like a modern version or because the the original one is he's a vet coming home from Vietnam. And, you know, so I don't know if it's that same kind of thing or not. So, um, so yeah. And then there's not a lot of TV things. I just there's a couple. I think we're all excited for what we do in the shadows. Um, yes. That's going to be out in a couple. Yes, yes, yes. I think February, maybe February, maybe March. I don't remember. Um Stranger Things. Stranger, Stranger Things, Things, I think, will probably be the big one this year. Uh, it'll be cool to see how it works in a summer setting, since we're mm-hmm. so used to seeing it in the fall. Um, I don't know. Did any of y'all see The Terror on AMC? Did y'all check that Mm-mm. out? Yeah, I don't have that channel. But the book is like a bazillion pages. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kept meaning to read it, but it's just so intimidating. <laughs> yeah. I watched like the first three episodes and it's pretty awesome, but like it's just a lot. It's it's just it t- takes a lot to keep my attention. Sure. So, um, and I think it's an hour long episodes, and like I'm just trying to get into like more thirty minute episodes. They're just easier to digest. But anyways, the the second season of that will come out. Um, this is, you know, I don't think this is going to be like hard horror or anything but this has always had elements of horror and um the creator of this looks like a serial killer but um swamp thing um i was gonna say swamp thing too because yeah. i loved the original show yeah, yeah. I there guess for a while he was show? a little little bit of a i mean he never got to like batman level or anything like that but the, you know the original was directed by wes craven and then the sequel i only know because heather locklear was in it and then, but then in like 1990 or 91-ish, they put out a TV show on USA, and then they also put out a cartoon, and then they also put out toys, and like there for a while, like Swamp Thing was like everywhere, and oh, it's pretty wild because he's like, I don't even know if I'd call him a B character, he's more like a D or an F character, like he's, like most people don't even know who he is, you know, um, but um that's going to be on uh, DC's new streaming service, um, which I'll probably break down and get because of this. Like it, it's, it, it probably will be good. Um, there's another, um, uh, I'm not sure if this is, I'm not sure. Anyways, this is called, um, Carnival Row. And it's going to be on Amazon, and it stars um, Orlando Bloom, and I can never pronounce this girl's name. She was in Suicide Squad, Cara Delevingne. Oh. Delevingne. Yeah. Delevingne, okay. You have my attention. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. I like both of them. It will follow a group of myth- mythical creatures fleeing from a war-ravaged homeland to a city nervous about the new immigrants. A string of unsolved murders starts to blow the tensions between citizens and their new arrivals wide open. Um, uh, Guillermo del Toro was actually attached to direct this, and it just got sidelined and sidelined and sidelined. So now they've turned it into a eight-episode series, and that'll be out later this year. So I don't know if that's horror, horror or not, but it'll have monsters and stuff like that. Um, also, I don't know how everyone feels about this, but they're doing the Vampire Chronicles, the Anne Rice books. Um, really? On, on Hulu, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's interesting. Uh, I I don't know. The only one that, I mean, to be fair, the only movie that's good is the first one, Interview with the Vampire. Mm -hmm. But, I don't, I mean, it could, it could be like giving it the time it deserves, but uh, we'll see about the casting and the budget. Eh, It could be really crappy or it could be really good it could be what it's always needed but you know we'll see yeah um yeah i'm gonna kind of just whatever um netflix is also doing the lock and key series which is a comic book and it'll have like has to do with demons and powers and stuff like that so i think that's gonna you know not a not true horror but horror elements um this one I, I'm not really sure. Um, I haven't heard anything about this at all. Um, so when I saw this on the list, I was pretty surprised. But um, Guillermo del Toro presents Ten After Midnight. Will be on Netflix this year. Um, it says it's based on a collection of stories curated by del Toro. Um, it is uh, announced in May of 2018. The 10 episode series will be Netflix's first attempt at an original episodic horror anthology uh, with Del Toro bringing together a team with the streaming platform calls the genre's best writers and exciting new filmmakers. Um, it says it's most like Masters of Horror or Amazing Stories, which I love both of those. So I think that has potential. Um, you know, he's had so many projects in the in the can for so long for something to actually come out and see the light of day usually. Well, his last project won all those Oscars, so, you know, should be pretty decent. <laughs> um, and then I think we talked about Lovecraft Country on HBO. Um, yeah, I think we've talked about it before, because I really, I really liked the book a lot. Um, yeah. Jordan Peele's producing, I think, so mm-hmm. that should be, should be good. Yeah, it's him and J.J. Abrams are both producing that. So, uh, so that's yes. not like, obviously that's not everything horror related, but those are kind of the high points, I think. So, um, so yeah. So, so, did we miss anything, fam? I'm sure. I, don't know, I feel like we got the majority of everything. We covered a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's always new stuff that crops up um, that we always keep a lookout for. But I mean, these are the big ones that are going to be um, talked about all year this year, and uh, that stuff that we'll be looking forward to. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. So, um, do you want to do shoutouts now, or do you want to do the socials? Uh, I mean, I think that shoutouts 
is good. We can go ahead and move on. Boom, you're up. Uh, I'm <laughs> up. So, um, a couple of nights ago, I was uh, privileged enough to record with Fight Talk, um, which is primarily a wrestling MMA sports type podcast um, where we talked about the upcoming Royal Rumble and did our predictions and, and it's ran by my good friend Steven. Um, so we, I was telling them earlier, we actually recorded two and a half hours worth of content because we just <laughs> had a lot to say. So um, if you like wrestling, uh, like Eli and I do, and we always tend, we, we always shoot for one mention a podcast. So here's my mention of wrestling. Um, you can listen to Fight Talk. Um, he's just straight up Fight Talk on iTunes, and I think all of his social network is Fight Talk. He actually, uh, Eli, he just put up an episode with uh, Old Righteous Jesse talking about the I Am King preview. Nice. So. You'll probably, I'm probably going to give that a listen, but we talked about the Royal Rumble, NXT TakeOver Phoenix, and we rambled a lot about wrestling. So if you like wrestling, um, give that a listen and give his channel a listen because he's amazing. He's like professional. Professional. So So he's like the antithesis to Music City Horror. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure he gets paid to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so he's so, definitely the opposite of us. Then we yeah. don't. We this is a this is a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's his job. Yeah. So pretty baller. That's the the dream, right? Right. Right. Body. And he's but he's he's good at his job. So he's he's a, a well deserved. If I think he gets paid, I don't know. Um. But if it if he does, it's very well deserved. He's he's great, and we we had a great conversation. So I enjoyed spending that time with him. Um, now, Kayla, now I know how you uh, how you felt when you recorded with Horror Virgin. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like I love this podcast, and I got to be on it. I got it's to so be a little. Being a guest is fun. Being it a guest is, is fun. So yeah, it was a lot yeah. of fun. So so go listen to Fight Talk. Um, I do have a shout out and it's not to a podcast, but I hope y'all have seen this story. My shout out is to the um, Music City Convention Center Coyote. <gasps> have y'all seen it? I saw that on the, <laughs> on, and I don't even live here and I'm so jealous. That I'm uh, what are you like talking about? Thing. <gasps> a coyote got in the convention center. Um, maybe this is the day before yesterday. I can't remember. What? And he's the cutest thing you'll he's ever like, see. So he's like little, and his ears are big. And if we could have him on the show sometime, that'd be awesome. So that's yeah. my shout out. <laughs> I'm down. That's that's my kind of that's my kind of guest. Right. I'm in for it. If he's listening, come be on the show. That is all. He's, he's in demand. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty anybody funny, else pretty story. I thought it was a hoax when I first saw it, and then I saw the picture of him in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, not a hoax. Not a hoax. I probably would run up and grab him, but that's probably not the best thing to do to a coyote. Probably not. They get kind of crazy, I think, if you if you like run up and try to grab them. Um. Well, my shout outs. Um, I have. Um. 
There's a podcast called Horror Scares Me, and they're at Horror Scares Me Pod um, on Instagram, and I assume everywhere else. So, yeah, check them out. And then there is a um, horror film that hit us up, and let's see, it says they are releasing the movie digital and Blu-ray in April. So, I guess the movie's done. Uh, but they can be found at thefearfootage.com. So, just thefearfootage.com. And then they're also on Instagram at thefearfootage, but it's all underscore. So, the underscore fear underscore footage. And um, so, they have uh, that movie coming out in April. And um, so, yeah. So, those are the shout outs for this week. Um, so socials, socials, um, find us everywhere on the internet. Um, we're not everywhere. We're not on the deep web or anything like that, that I know. How do you <laughs> really <good>. speak, <laughs> speak for yourself? I'm not. Yeah. Maybe not. I, uh, <laughs> I may or may not be, have a presence on the dark web. <laughs> You can't assume that about Sorry. me. <laughs> That's true. Okay, we I love as a secret group, lot. We <laughs> as Music City Horror are not doing that. <laughs> um, but we are definitely on Instagram. Uh, we're sometimes on Facebook and sometimes on Twitter. Um, and we're always there at Music City Horror. And you can download our podcast um, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening and even Spotify. We were there as of a few months ago. And so definitely check us out wherever there. Um, but Instagram is our, probably the one that we have the most fun with. So, um, if you want to get in contact with us, definitely like our Instagram page. The real fun is this group chat with the, this picture of this coyote. <laughs> Because that coyote is cute. (laughs) And so are all of the... It's just dog, dog, dogs, cat, coyote. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. It's funny because, like, that picture came out on Monday and his face looks like Monday. (laughs) He's sitting on the sink of a random bathroom just like, I've seen some shit, man. (laughs) Uh, this is my life now (laughs) so the next um, I wanted to mention this because we have talked about it individually and I guess we'll confirm it Um, the next movie we will be doing at the Full Moon Cineplex is uh, The Crow which is not really horror but I loved it growing up and Lena has never seen it so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll post about that. It's February 9th at nine o'clock. Um, this year's the 25th anniversary of that movie. And, um, I was kind of rewatching it this week, just, you know, refreshing. And, um, it is such like, well, a lot of people give Blade the credit for not only being like the first Marvel or, you know, kind of kickstart that whole thing, but it was R rated or bloody or gory or whatever. Um, the crow is also a comic book movie and it came out, you know, three or four years before the blade. And, um, I mean, it's, it's like, so like 
there's just the cinematography, like the way it's shot is so awesome. Like it looks like you're in hell basically the entire movie. Mm. And, um, I don't really think it gets the credit it deserves. I mean, it was a hit, but it was more notorious for Brandon Lee dying while it was filmed. And, mm. um, you know, I think it's kind of got a cult following now and all kinds of toys and shirts and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we'll be doing that, um, February 9th and we've had to take some time off for the holidays and retail, you know, all that good stuff. So we'll be back at it then. Um, not sure if we're going to do a poster. Um, we've done posters in the last couple of showings and, um, we left with a big stack of posters, so we didn't really sell a lot of them. So, um... That may be a game de game time decision. I'm not sure if we're going to do a poster or not. So, but um, but yeah. So uh, full moon Cineplex that has all the listings for all their showings, um, and we'll be back February 9th. And I think that's it. Um, I think happy 2019. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a good one. It is. It's gonna be what awesome. a time to be alive. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've, just, I've just been going around saying <laughs> new, before, yeah. I've been going around saying New Year, New Me pretty much nonstop. So. Same. Um, but I like it. Yeah, but by the time we get back, um Kayla will K B, excuse me, will have gone to the Royal Rumble. So yes. that's our I'll be looking for you, girl. That's our wrestling plug there. So I'm on the <laughs> ramp for NXT Takeover. <laughs> so um Yeah. So yeah. So we, we kept our streak alive of mentioning wrestling, so um <laughs> the streak. But yeah, I guess that's it for this episode. And we will see you maybe before the end of the month. So goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.